0: Welcome back to the Haircuts and Cuts podcast with uh, me, Luke, and Robbie Rob. All right, let's get straight into it. Sky Sports was back. Yeah,
1: great start, yeah. didn't I? <laughs> Fantastic start. Main yeah. event got called off. Yeah, I think that's going to be a. Um... We'll see a lot of that, won't we? I, I don't think... think. I
0: don't think so. No, I, I just didn't... think. Just quite unlucky, uh, you know, their first fight with uh, their new team around them obviously the other weekend with we AJ fight that was still a matchroom, uh, you know, produced event.
1: But a bit of a shame for Chris Eubank Jr. I was going on the basis I thought he got pulled out because of COVID, weren't it? No, no, that was his previous
0: fight, mm. and then, um, well, previous fighter. And then he got a last-minute replacement and then he couldn't pass his medical or something wrong with his medical. They didn't go into yeah. detail. Um, but, yeah, it's obviously, with COVID, it is going to be an ongoing problem. But I find, um, find it a bit of a shaky start for Sky. Hopefully things improve. Um, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they had a couple of people on there that, you wouldn't normally see on a TV card. And I thought that produced some, some great fights because, you know, they're hungry for the attention. They, they want to get their name out there. And, you know, like, for instance, um, Linus He he's fought on Sky before. He's fought on uh, a couple of David Hay undercards. And uh, he pretty much opened up the show with a, a second round stoppage. So they threw the towel in and it's just thing you know things like that we are huge you know advocates of small hall boxing and the small hall boxers and it is quite nice to see them getting on sky now some of these guys the, um, haven't quite reached the top of their game yet but they're getting the attention they deserve it's good it's
1: bringing the small hall to the big screen now and it's good yes yeah, brilliant um, and in my eyes really i mean i'm getting a bit of respect back here for adam booth for <laughs> adam smith sorry and Adam Smith, who runs Sky, who runs yeah, yeah. Sky. guy, you know I think this kind of turn he's taken from it, and he's taken a huge hit. But fair play to him, the way he's coming back with these. And it may not, it may not um, bring in a of casuals as such, but for pure boxing fans, it's fantastic to watch. Yeah, but when fair play to him.
0: when Eddie started out with Sky, he wasn't bringing in crowds of casuals straight away, was he? And mm. you know, let's let's face it, you know, you watch the. Um, build-up events they do and you know the press conference they did and it it, it wasn't anything as good as a production as, as if eddie hearn was involved I'm not gonna lie. I thought um, you could you could tell that they were still finding their feet without Eddie there with that kind of stuff. But things can only get better and it apart from the main event being well, called so
1: on that note Luke I would say the um, the Warrington fight, that was on the zone, wasn't it? Josh Warrington, his last fight. Yeah, yeah. And I awful. that needed a lot of improvement. The actual production. Yeah. Um, so I think both of them are going to be... Um, yeah, right. finding their feet without each other. Yeah, whatsoever. definitely. Both of them are. and Yeah, so it'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's going to make it interesting for the fans because, let's face it, there's more competition in boxing now than ever before. So everyone's going to be trying to outdo everyone and it can only be good for the fans.
1: Yeah, and I'll tell you what I've noticed a bit as well. It seems like there's way more boxing on. I don't know if yeah. that's just me, but it just seems like there's... Or not more boxing, but more accessible boxing on, which isn't... view you know, yeah, 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 basically, yeah. You can yeah have, like I, every I'm... every weekend there seems to be something on and it's, and it's actually pretty decent content.
0: Yeah, I was trying to get that across in the previous podcast, but I thought I came across as... You know quite negative listening back to it, but you know what I was trying to get across uh, in the last episode is because of all of this competition now, it is going to benefit the fans because Sky can't put on a pay per view card with Chris Eubank Jr. if on DAZN zone you've got Dylan White fighting, or you know, maybe even Conor Ben or someone like that because. I know what I'm going to do as a boxing fan. I'm already paying out for my Sky. I'm already paying out for the zone. I've got a fight here I can watch that I've paid for in my subscription, or I can check another 25 quid on to watch another fight that'll be on YouTube in two days. I know which one I'd do. Yeah. So it's only going to benefit the fans. And um, yeah,
1: let's keep a keen eye on uh, Sky Sports Boxing and. Yeah, um yeah, definitely. And um because you never know, right? The zone's great at the moment, it's gone up in price. That's fine, not a problem, it's still cheap. Yeah, let's wait and see until these big pay-per-views come up and what they're gonna be. Because we don't yeah. know that yet. We we don't know that yet. No one can say they'll go up, no one can say they'll go down. We just don't know yet, do we? No,
0: I, I think um if the zone do bring in a pay-per-view model on their subscription service, I I, I don't know how many people would pay for it because I don't know how you watch The Zone. Um, most people are probably going to be watching it on their iPads, their phones. Yeah, I mean, I, I,
1: can, I can get it on my TV, which is really, it's really handy, actually. But um, Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, a lot of people may not have that app on, the, can't, can't get the app on the TV. And they have yeah, to like I, I, are you going to pay pay-per-view to watch it on? On a phone? Or you watch a video on Twitter or YouTube, if you like, I mean, probably not.
0: Yeah, so I I can watch it through my PlayStation and that's what I do. But, you know, there has been times I've been sat there eating my uh, dinner when I've gotten late from work on a Saturday and I've been watching it on my phone. And um, I'm not going to lie, I might sit there and watch it on my phone for the rest of the night because that's how I started. And um, I think the way people consume content has changed and I think it could... Kill off pay per view.
1: Uh,
0: I'm hoping
1: it does anyway. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm with you on that definitely. But yeah, you're right. You know, you could like you can sit on a train if you're getting a train back from London late in the evening or wherever you are in country, you can just pop out on your phone and watch it. Exactly, That's brilliant. So you can be anywhere really. Yeah, uh, not I'm, when you drive. Not when you're driving, listeners. Don't don't do it when you're driving.
0: No, listen to the Haircuts and Uppercuts podcast. Instead. Exactly. Don't on, have to watch it on Spotify, <laughs> Apple, Google, Overcast, the lot. And uh, whilst we're getting all bit fucking cheesy and asky, follow us on social media, follow us on um, Spotify and on Apple podcasts and leave us a review because it helps other people see the content. And this podcast started out of me trying to keep myself sane in lockdown and there is some big news coming very, very soon. There is Stuff in development and in the pipeline which can be launched at the end of this month and you don't want to miss out on that. Just like you don't want to be missing out on Fury and Wilder free this weekend.
1: What do you reckon? Mate, I'm absolutely shit in my pants. I'm not. I'm I'm extremely confident Fury's going to go in there and beat him up again.
0: Yeah, I was extremely (laughs) confident the first time. I was extremely confident the second time. I well, you know me. I'll never, I will never bet against Tyson Fury because what he's come back from, you know, the lost all that weight, uh, battled the demons. uh, He's had much tougher fights outside the ring than he's ever going to have inside the ring. What makes you worried he might lose? So, as a parent myself, I could not imagine my child being born prematurely, dying, being resuscitated, being in intensive care. Like, yes, she's home now and she's doing well. You know, thank God for the NHS. Do you know what I mean? Because if we didn't have that, you know, we never know what would happen. Uh, But I just think if that was one of my kids, would I be able to concentrate on fight but Tyson Fury's has proved time and time again he's built different
1: and he's made a stronger yeah. stuff than most men I was just saying, I've agreed with every report every single point you say though but you know for me we're looking at someone who could go down as the greatest heavyweight of all time in my opinion yes um,
0: no doubt about, it. No and doubt he's got, about and
1: it and he's got the you know outside outside the ring as well you know also adds to that you know it's not just the boxing me, so um, but I, I just don't and you're right, he's probably at a very difficult time and I couldn't imagine it either, so I haven't got children myself, but um, I just think he's that good. And I just don't yeah. think Wilder has a hope in hell of beating him, personally. But,
0: but, uh, my only worry is the stuff outside the ring, not Wilder. So that's, you know... but uh, I don't,
1: Yeah, I don't, don't know. I just think, you know, the first fight he was probably in a worse place, right? Yeah, probably. And, and, and he... He was brilliant, wasn't he? He was brilliant. Yeah.
0: But I watched um, the thing on BT Sports with John Fury going around in the big red bus with I have well, seen that. I've Absol- not seen that. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. It's on YouTube. Go check it out after this, one. It is. It's absolutely amazing. But John does say something in there that, you know, um, he was in hospital with Tyson and Tyson saying, that's it, Dad. We've lost a... And, uh, John goes, no, he goes, get back in there. You've not lost her. She's coming back. Remember, I went through this for you. And, uh, you know, John reminded Tyson that it was history repeating itself. He goes, look, he goes, that's this happened to you. And look at you now, you're seven foot tall champion of the world, king of the gypsies and all this stuff. So maybe, you know, that, that's going to help Tyson knowing that he's been there, done it and gone on to become six foot nine hard as nails and two-time heavyweight world champion. So it, 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 it did uh, ease my worry a little bit. And uh, I was also on Voice on the Corner. Shout out to Voice on the Corner. With Pete it's all Donner. right. Yeah, I was on there chatting with them on a YouTube live. And uh, Pete was saying he's seen Tyson Fury turn up to the gym, eating a kebab before sparring, walked in the gym, still eating it. And then, literally, box the
1: ears off of top flight heavyweights. Yeah, I mean, he's it's unquestionable for me. I I I, I don't see any heavyweight getting. And I know we disagree on the Usyk question, but um, I don't see a heavyweight touching him. The only way I can see him really getting beat badly by heavyweight is if um, if if he boxes on too long. Yeah, yeah. Father, you know, if he, boxed, if he boxed up home, until he's like 40 years old and he, you know, like, for example, Klitschko probably boxed a bit too long, maybe. I mean, there's been boxers out there, haven't there, who have, yeah, uh, who have actually, gone on way too long and it's not really helped their legacy, let's so. say. I think
0: Klitschko retired at the right time. After the Fury loss, you can't, you can't blame him for thinking, do you know what, I'll have, I'll have one more go against... A current world champion yeah. at Wembley earned shitloads of money. Because let's face it, when Fury mm-hmm. beat him, we didn't didn't beat him up, beat him up. You know, we didn't knock him out, drop him several times. Yeah, but he I mean, out, he outclassed yeah. him on
1: every level, though. Yeah, convincingly. And um, I'll you know,
0: don't face it. box like Tyson Fury.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I, I mean, for me, that fight, what I really want to see. Um, I want to see if I hold a Joshua now. That's same. Big, so do I. That for me, is a huge hope, fight. Yeah, and I, and I mean that's the you know, people Joshua obviously does well, I'm humble when he comes in, I'll fight anyone without belts, let's ignore that rubbish for a minute. Um, you know, the belts do mean a big thing in boxing, And that's just a fact they to stay. Um But Wilder Joshua was the big fight we missed out on. Yeah. So five I, years I ago. Would We missed out on it, and I wanna see it. I wanna see it. Um and I know who I think wins that.
0: Yeah. So we're both in agreement on who wins that. and
1: Often Wilder lands it and AJ is just gone. I mean, because, yeah, we've seen him get killed by lesser big punchers.
0: I I don't give a shit what anyone says about Dante Wilder. He is the hardest-hitting heavyweight on the planet.
1: Ever, maybe.
0: Maybe, but honestly, right now, I honestly do not think there's anyone that has got that one-punch power like Wilder. Yeah. So regardless how confident you are or how confident I am in Tyson Fury's ability to beat him.
1: Yeah. I it, think as
0: well.
1: if Wilder and Joshua fought each other, I really hope, even though they, if it did get there wouldn't be any belts to say hypothetically if um if Fury does win um at the weekend, um Joshua Wilder, if fight got made for no belts. What would be great about that? It would just be each other's pride on the line, and anyone who doesn't really watch boxing tune into that because it will just be two guys trying to get each other out of there. More so, be. Wilder, I think, would we'll be trying yeah, to get him man, out of there like... more now, just because Joshua's changed a lot since he got beat, knocked out by Ruiz. It's, you know, his killer instincts gone in my eyes, but yeah, um, definitely gone. Bro. But I, I think that would still get very personal. It would just be a. It'd be the first one who lands wins. Yeah, first one who has proper wins, and it'd be great fight to watch.
0: So you know, I actually really like Jonte Wilder, though. But obviously, I, yeah, I like his win. story.
1: I really like his story, actually, and uh, I do like the fact he's got that. Yeah, he knows he's not a great boxer. He knows that. Of course, he knows that. <laughs> he knows that, it's and and it's just, just a... like, and he's saying, "Great, I know you're not be great, but if I land this on you, you're going to sleep." Yeah, that's what that's why I like yeah. him, and. It, you know, his go-to
0: saying is you've got to be perfect for 12 rounds. I've got to be perfect for two seconds. Mm.
1: And it, it's true. He, he doesn't yeah. have to look pretty. He doesn't have to box. He's entertaining, right? You know, in America. Yeah, he's a good talker. Didn't, America didn't give a shit about the heavyweight division um, because, again, I've got a view that they're completely up their own asses with it. But, um you know, they no, no, didn't have any interest until Wilder came about, really, didn't they?
0: No, well, I suppose wilder was america's conor mcgregor in yeah, to some totally, level. yeah. yeah. you know yes you had fighters fighting out of america that was absolutely amazing andre ward he he never really yeah, transitioned ward, to sport. Ward, 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 he Warden, was a hardcore
1: Yeah, boxer. Was a fantastic boxer but i mean yeah you wouldn't get people queuing up to our tickets or to turn the tv on which i'd
0: no, and obviously you had Mayweather in the welterweight division, but you know we're talking about heavyweight division, and I wonder. Oh yeah, in and, and, and
1: let's be honest—you pin your hopes on a heavyweight. Of course, you do. You pin your hopes on a heavyweight, like what course, course you you do. From, and that's what we do. We do it in the UK, and they do it in America. And the minute they got a heavyweight with a belt, they were bloody all over it, and fair play.
0: And let's face it, we've got two back-to-back Olympic gold medalists after the news that's come out uh, this week in the UK. About the oh, match fixing uh, at the um, Brazil. Real yeah,
1: Olympics. no, I mean, yeah, we really need to touch on that because um, I'll tell you the one who I'm quite happy for actually now is um, Mark- Michael Conlon. Yeah. Because that was just.
0: It's right to I'll the car. Amateur yeah. boxing stinks.
1: Yeah, but you know, he, and he, he, he left, didn't he? He vowed never to box in amateur boxing again after that. Yeah, and he didn't. And he didn't. And he went shut up, maybe a bit early as well. Maybe he went to play a bit early, but he's done well. And um, I bet he's. He's sitting back sipping a Jameson's and having a cigar and enjoying the news. I think. So, fair play to him. Um, yeah. But, we, you know, it didn't come as a shock to me when that came out.
0: No, it didn't come as a shock to yeah. me But
1: then,
0: let's face it, fucking Tony Yokers failed a drug test after the Olympics, but he still wasn't stripped of his gold.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I'm not going to lie, Luke, and I know it's not great for the podcast, but I don't really keep an eye on Olympic boxing purely because of how... It's not good for the sport, I don't think. I think um, it's good. Oh, I think it's good for people to get a name out there. But the amount of robberies and it's just disgusting. Can you imagine watching? Can you imagine watching some of these fights if you've never watched boxing before? You're not. You're never going to watch boxing again. No, of course so you're not. How the hell did he win that? And, um, it, and and I'm really glad it's all come out actually because now Olympic boxing can start fresh.
0: Yeah, but what uh, gets me I was actually talking about this today um, with someone. So you look at Anthony Joshua's career. After 2012. Yeah. Look at you look at Joe Joyce's career. The difference first and second place makes is there to see. Yeah. Now I'm not saying uh Anthony Joshua and Joe Joyce are the best heavyweights ever to come out of this country. I, I don't I don't think they are. Um I think they are both brilliant within their own rights. But I do think if Joe Joyce would have walked away with that gold medal he rightfully deserved you would see him now selling out Wembley stadium selling out Tottenham he would have had more media training he because let's face it Joe Joyce was very uncomfortable in front of a camera for a long time
1: yeah, no, yeah and let's and be honest you know Joe Joyce he's beat everyone who's been put in front of him and he's actually looking his, his track record was very good yeah it's very good um and, you look and, at, yeah. His career, you're right. His career is so tracked. Yeah, you
0: look, it? you look at S-Jam boxing, right? Sam Jones backs Joe Joyce all the way. Mm. Frank Warren, who is was promoting Joe Joyce and Daniel Dubois, openly sat there saying how he thinks Dubois is gonna do this to him, do that to him, gonna beat him. You could tell who Frank Warren's you know, favourite boxer is out of them too.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to lie, no, no disrespect here to, to the bar, but I think everyone was quite happy that night when Joyce won that, because that was just pretty fucking disgraceful from Frank Warren. Yeah, it was.
0: And I and, think, and
1: the and the interview he done after was even bloody worse. Yeah, and I think, do you know what?
0: I, if Joe Joyce did walk away a gold medal, I hope he would have been with SJAM anyway. So, you know, because Sam Jones, you know, he backs Joe Joyce. He'd bet his house on him, do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's the kind of people you want in your corner. But what I'm saying is, is if he did walk with right that gold medal, he would have more people back in his corner like Sam Jones backs his corner. Yeah. Like yeah, AJ right. had Eddie Hearn, the whole of Sky Sports, not just Sky Sports boxing. Which is
1: different. and um, You know, you can really see right. 'Cause I think Joy and I know Joyce is card, but I still think he's you know he's, he has got a bit of a career in front of him. And I think he will win a world title. I, I think he will. And I purely say that because all right, AJ got big, etc. Knowing around the world, well, but he didn't bloody fight anyone until Yeah, all right, I fought, um was it Thompson he fought? Is it Kim Thompson he fought? Well um, AJ. Yeah, he did fight him. Yeah, yeah, but I don't yeah. uh, But you know, some but a big name i mean, kind of big name, but you know when you're building your career up from that sort of age, right? But you know, Thomas but Well, from that, you look at, you just look at who Joe Joyce has fought. He's not had an easy fight. No, he hasn't. I like, and he hasn't. And you know, he's not been propelled to. He's now is mandatory status in my eyes, and he's not been. He's not fucking any help getting to that. No, he hasn't. Whereas a lot of boxers, are, and whether it's right or wrong. Some of them were pushed towards it. And he's not been. He's had a, he's really out of pick his fights and do well. And and a shame when he bought you know when, he, when the far the bois fight, I think me and you were the only two people of our group saying Jaws is gonna box his head off.
0: Yeah, it's that, saying no. That's not as you know it's slacking off Daniel Dubois. It's just the Bois young, inexperienced, going yeah. in with an Olympian who's uh, kind of weathered a lot of storms before research. Right? Yeah, who, who's been in there with, you know, fair enough, it's not exactly the best former world champion, but he mm-hmm. went in there with Bermaine Stavern for Christ's sake. Bermaine Stavern has got a lot of tricks up his sleeve, a lot of oh, experience man. that Joe Joyce would not have seen in the pro ranks yet. Yeah. And, you know, Daniel Dubois, for you know everything people want to say about him, let's face it, Daniel Dubois can bloody bang and Joe Joyce neutralised him with a jab. Yeah,
1: that's one thing I want to say about Wilder's career, actually. Yeah, people forgetting that he came over to the UK and done a few fights when he was very young, didn't they? Absolutely
0: mauled Audley Harrison. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, and you've got to think for that time, you know, he was fucking very young. He was very young. Yeah. For him, that's... yeah, you know, not a big, big fight, but it was probably a bit of a risk for him to say, considering he can't box. You know, I don't think Audley Harrison was a risk at all, but the uh, there's always a risk of getting robbed. Unfortunately, yeah. um, I don't. Know. I personally think I'm not. I know it's not great, but I think we're just as bad over here as they are in the states for decisions. <laughs> if I'm being I, honest, I think
0: I think we can be. You know, um, all yeah. we've got to look at is Campbell Hatton.
1: The other week. Yeah, that was bad, wasn't it? It was it absolutely right. atrocious. I um, and, that, and that's not I don't think that's fair on him either, because um all he's had is all, all week is yo, you, you didn't win that fight. Well, he's not the he's not the judge, is he? <laughs> no, it's not
0: his fault. And I was uh saying this to someone, you know, Connor Ben had the same situation. But Connor Ben went and rematched him.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing, the, the main issue here is, you know, one of these pricks in the media have to actually call out these judges and commissioning bodies when it happens, and they don't. They no. go, oh, that, they go, that's the way it goes. If I'm an American, I'd be crying, everybody's screaming and stamping their feet. But why don't I do it when it's here?
0: Yeah, well, I just, I think... I don't know what I think, to be honest. I just think we've just become accustomed to it, haven't we?
1: Yeah, it's not sort of right, is it? You know, no, it's
0: not right to the point
1: really?
0: where I said uh, in our WhatsApp group that Camel Hatton's basically going to lose, but I'm going to bet on him to win anyway. Yeah. Um. So that that says it all, unfortunately. But um. Yeah. So it's a bit of a tangent we've gone on there, fucking hell. But yeah, let's let's get to this weekend's action again. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. Let's just go straight into predictions for Fury Wilder 3. Then
1: I'm gonna go, um, Wilder, uh, Fury. I'm gonna go seventh round stoppage off mm. a very bad. Uh, yeah, I think you're knocking down a few times as well. Do
0: you know what? I, I've got a feeling it's going to be a, a points thing, yeah. Um, I don't know why I think that, but I just I think I think Fury's gonna win on points. I would love to see him completely understand out again.
1: what. Completely understand why you say that, yeah. Um I think I think Fury could
0: d- absolutely do a demolition job on him again. But I think Wilder's gonna be expecting that. And Fury's I mean, not he's not thick, he won't play
1: into his hands. What'll be um Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's a very good point. Be interesting to see um I was training with Malik Scotts. What i done for him, you, you just never know. Having someone different in your corner, no, because
0: you know, let's face it, Malik Scott was a world class journeyman. That's that is yeah. the best way to describe him. No, Malik's... that's what I mean.
1: Yeah, you know, he's got he's in, he's he's, he's he is his main trainer now, isn't he? Yeah, so that'd just be interesting, which it I think is stupid, but um, well, I don't, I don't know. know. Wait and see. I, I don't know. It could be because obviously last sort of. Them. Who's that idiot he had in the corner for J D. As Is it? Yeah, J.D. has is, yeah, JD has, is he's a twat. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's Just some businessman, is not really?
0: Oh. It's that's the problem. Boxing's the only job in the world where you don't need a C V. Mm. But um hence why we got jobs, right? Yeah, well we've <laughs> <laughs> got to start getting paid first, man. <laughs> but um Yeah, and then obviously you've got the the boxing on uh to zone in Liverpool on the weekend
1: as well. Yeah, I think we're going to miss that, aren't we? Because we're um we're up in um we're going to watch Josh Gooden.
0: Yeah. Um. I think Josh is an absolute nutter for having a fight two weeks after he had a fight. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, though, you know. Man. Come on,
1: I mean, from what I've seen of his last fight, I've been trying to catch it wherever oh, I can. Mate, the but, guys like
0: the Matrix. He can't. Yeah, be he looked really
1: good. He looked really good, and he kind of he looked like. To me, he looked like he took no damage. Um, he looked very fit, very healthy. So, yeah, why not jump back in? He's, he's had, what, cut me years off through a pandemic? Why not yeah. jump back in? Exactly. Fair play yeah, to him. And I really hope he earns a good package from it. That, that's yeah. the main thing as well, and gets to win. But we'll be there supporting you. I'll be there this time, Josh. So, yeah, well, um,
0: the thing is... Yeah.
1: Don't wear a Luton shirt. Not I'm joking. <laughs>
0: it, you know, you got, got to have some confidence within yourself. To have that fight booked before you've had your fight, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it wasn't—it wasn't like it was a uh, a guaranteed walkover job. Do you know what I mean? Like I know with the small hall scene, they are more likely to be 50-50 fights than the big shows. Like you know, everyone knows you go to a small hall boxing event; they're not. 60 40s 70 30s all the time they do yeah. tend to be being more 50 50 fights and um so yeah you know <clears throat> the guy backed himself and we backed him so you know and fair play to him man i can't wait to watch him fight next weekend
1: yeah i'm, I'm really looking forward to i'm really full to meeting him properly i mean' half five up yeah, good but so, I, um...
0: I, I will be turning anti-social as soon as josh has finished his fight because i am so intrigued. By Smith Fowler, I I honestly don't want to sit on the fence,
1: but I'm that far on the fence. I've got splinters at my ass. Yeah, um, yeah, that is going to be. That's been in the pipeline for years, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but um, I don't know. I don't, honestly don't know wh- how that is going to go because I, I personally think Smith will have too much for him, but Smith is at the end of his career.
1: At the same yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Do you know? I don't know. No, it's I hard. I really don't know. I, don't, I can't call that one. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. It's it is a tough one because you know Liam Smith. Yes, has got three losses on his record to foul as one loss, but them three losses was at a much higher level. And
1: foulers I've ever fought at. Was like, was his last loss was Canelo, wasn't it? Yeah. It was loss. Yeah, and I mean, he put no, up well, a very... that's, that's,
0: he had a loss in Russia but he got robbed. So, yeah, yeah. his last real yeah. loss was Canelo, yes. He, but,
1: but I mean, alright, oh, I know people have watched the highlights of it and he, he got done by a very bad body shot but he was taking them all night. <laughs> and, um, and and he actually put up a very good account of himself. Uh, well, all they, I personally I suppose he could probably better account himself than his brother did.
0: I was just about to say that yeah. as well. A lot of people think that as well. And now let's face it, Anthony Fowler, he's, he's with Shane McGuigan now, so you hope to see improvements. But he squares up. When he comes forward, he squares up because he loves to have a tear up. Yeah. And if Liam Smith has got anything left in the tank... I I I think he takes him out. I just think Liam Smith's too smart for him. That's, but it will, father time catch up with him because you no, know, he's had oh, a long, how long, long career. He, now? he has a long career, isn't he? I don't, I don't know how old he is. Um, off top, of my head, I think he's like it's got to be mid thirties. But you know, he's had he's had thirty two. Um, well, the thirty-three fights actually is had, I think, yeah, thirty-three fights is had. That's it's quite a long career for boxers these days. Not yeah, many is, of yeah. them. They, when people look at Manny Pacquiao, how many fights he had, well, that's that's abnormal.
1: And that is over three decades. <laughs> Probably nearly four decades. Right? It is four decades. It's <laughs> a four decades. Yeah. yeah,
0: and you know, it's it's not normal. So he's yeah he's thirty three. just with it. It's thirty three. So he's a year older than me. And I did fourteen rounds of sparring yesterday, and every part of my body hurts.
1: Yeah, how was and work tonight? But that was fun. Fucking painful.
0: Man. <laughs> Obviously, I'm I'm fat. I'm not a professional athlete, so that's the difference. But he it has been boxing a long time. Anthony Fowler, you know, although he isn't exactly. Young
1: he's a good, good fighter, he's a good fighter,
0: Fowler. Yeah, he is. Although, you know, he's not young, young, he's only 30 years old. Well, he's always been he's been sort of thereabouts, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's not had a tough a tough long career so far. Yeah. So he's he's younger by three years, he's fresher, he's got a much higher KO percentage. But let's face it, he, he hasn't fought at the same levels
1: yeah um are you gonna go for to win that i've i've got to go with liam
0: smith as much as i think i'm going to be wrong i i I generally think i'm I'm, I'm gonna go i'm gonna
1: go fowler just as you've gone for smith but um just for podcast sake but no i can see where you're coming from um no, Smith's a great fighter. He's put a very good account of himself in his career against very high opposition. All right, he's come short now and then, but yeah, but it's a um... bit on bit, bit like Luke Campbell, really. Is that a yeah. kind of Rock right, comparison? You no, know, I think Luke Campbell achieved
0: much more. Um...
1: Yeah, but you know, Luke Campbell—he was always a nearly guy, wasn't he? He was always a nearly and guy, he, but he—but he fought. as a nearly guy who fought. If he was in any other era, he probably would have won, sorry. Yeah,
0: he would have. Would you have what what I mean? F- and, unfortunately, he just happened to be in the lightweight division and probably one of the toughest areas in a long time.
1: That could be Conor Ben's problem, could not it?
0: it yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be Conor Ben's problem. Jesus Christ, the welterweight division has always been red hot.
1: Yeah. Do you reckon and- he does? Do you reckon he stays in that, or...?
0: I don't think he can afford to go up, and I don't think he could cut any weight. Because uh, there's not an ounce of fat on that body. Do you know what I mean?
1: It's not, is there, really?
0: No, the guy's carved out of granite.
1: Yeah, a bit like me. Oh, joking. Um... <laughs> but um,
0: David Price is uh, soon to announce he's officially retired.
1: Oh, joking. Not the yeah. plumber from Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, apparently oh.
0: he got the call to fight on the undercard. And he said, normally fighting in Liverpool, and obviously he's been friends with the Smith Brothers for a long time, said that couldn't even get him up.
1: Yeah, I mean. So he's decided to call it a day. He must have a very um, weird view on boxing because he was on a row. He lost to two people who um, were done for doping afterwards. Oh, I personally think them two losses should have been scrapped off his record at the time. They should have been, but they should have been. He, he the, the got, mental damage was done. Yeah, and again, you got. Yeah, it was really, wasn't it? No, you're right. You're, really, you're actually so right in saying that because um, a couple of times he got knocked out after. He just shouldn't. Have, that wouldn't have happened to him before that. Do you know what I mean? No,
0: you. Uh, a lot of people
1: that only really got
0: into boxing because of Anthony Joshua. Uh, they, people, they,
1: people forget that before that before joshua came about the big fight that was going to happen was david price for tarsen and, fury yeah. and price was probably favored over fury by the public yeah. at that point wasn't he yeah, price was the favorite going into that yeah. um, fight if it would have ever
0: happened back then he was massive favorite i remember the the like arguments on social media how yeah. david price bashed him up in the amateurs, blah, 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 blah. He'll do play it again.
1: beat him, didn't he, in the amateurs? He did.
0: Yeah. And, you know, fair play to Tyson Fury. He he was much younger than uh, Price at the time. You know, he was wet behind the ears. He didn't have that many amateur fights underneath him. So he didn't have many junior fights before he went into the seniors. He wrote to Boxing News calling out David Price. Mm. But, um, yeah, if David Price... If he would have stepped in the ring with Tony Thompson, I I reckon his career would have gone a, a whole different way.
1: Yeah, I mean, and again, isn't it? This is where I well we have to you note know, on the dark side of boxing again how people like that can get away with doing stuff like that because what did I get a slap on the wrist, didn't I?
0: <laughs> yeah, but he did give one of the funniest post-fighting interviews ever.
1: True. Yeah. We're going to
0: need someone to donate a wheelchair to the Tony Thompson Wife Foundation because I'm going to break her hip.
1: <laughs> okay, that, brilliant.
0: <laughs> but yeah, Ted Cheeseman's on the end of the card. I love Ted Chee. I like Ted Chee. So do I. I like
1: him. He's
0: actually a decent boxer. He is, but he don't get a break. He's always in hard fights.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, when he beat Eggington, I couldn't believe that. I genuinely thought he was going to get battered. Yeah. And but... he just, yeah, fair play. I, I like him. He's really, Um. I know a lot of people don't like him, but I, I think he's... Um, I think... I, I look like him, I just look at him, I, I just look at him and think fair play. He's getting, like, I think what promoters thought of him was that he's this sort of journeyman we can put in front and he can get a beat by this, that, that, and he's just won all of them <laughs> instead and now he's actually getting a bit of a name for himself, which is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. He's,
0: well, he's only got two losses on his record, but, you know, one of um, them losses, it it, I don't, It could have been a draw, I think, that fight, but, and the other one, he walked to the ring and he'd spent his purse in the bookies before he even got bloody paid. So his mind wasn't on the job. You know, everyone knows that Ted Cheeseman went through uh, gambling addiction problems and as, um, as much as people like to um, talk about Tyson Fury uh, beating his demons, you know, if you've got a gambling addiction, that's, that's a, a mental health problem within itself. Do you know what I mean? People don't want to go and burn money. It's not normal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's chasing, po- isn't it?
1: It's just chasing something you're never going to get. It? Yeah, um, and, and the poor you know bloke I mean? had his
0: demons, got in the ring, and what beat him that night? Was it his opponent or was it his demons? We'll never know. Never know.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, for him. I mean, he's he's been putting with all these fighters who should beat him, and he's beating them all. Yeah,
0: and good let's fighting, face right? it, Troy
1: Williamson is no mug.
0: Mm. That is a
1: fucking hard fight. Yeah, and no, Cheeseman's um, Cheeseman's are good, and he's entertaining to watch. these. press He is entertaining really good. to watch, and you know, I'm I'm looking at the card now,
0: and let's face it, you've got you know, the main event, which is a great main event. You've got Ted Cheeseman, uh, Troy Williamson, that is a great co-main event. Shannon Courtney's defending her, um, her world title. Let's face it, she's... There's no real depth in the women's division, so
1: I... I mean, you just want to see the fight of Rachel Bull again, really, don't you? Yeah,
0: and you know, I'm not slagging off uh, women's boxing at all or Shannon Courtney. It's not their fault there's no depth in the division. And... I,
1: th- I want to see him in Rachel Bull again. I... Yeah, I, I don't think it's right that Courtney's got a world title and Bull hasn't had a shot yet. I don't think that's well, right. Well, I think I know, I know, Ball I know she po- have suffered
0: from COVID. She
1: probably yeah. would have by now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it didn't really. Why hasn't that fight been made? Because Rachel Bull. Oh, she's not still suffering from it. Long COVID. Well, she,
0: uh, she was suffering from long COVID. I for she was a long suffering time. for a long
1: time, yeah. Mm. But um, but I don't if, know what's going if on. Shannon Corny can do the old matchroom thing and let's defend against those randomers for years.
0: <laughs> Ho- hopefully not. Yeah. And um, obviously you've got Kieran Conway against JJ Maca. I think that that's going to be that's a good fight. Yeah. Um. Well, Tasha Jones is on it. Obviously, Miss GB, Miss Liverpool, isn't she? Aye, right, Miss Liverpool, definitely. But yeah, other than that, well, I'm I'm not really interested in the rest of the card. I'm not saying a card shite or anything, but I I think after we've watched Josh do the business and get another one. Yeah, win, I just
1: kinda of think that my mind's set on that card of bottom we're going to because I've not i not been since pre-pandemic.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm re-
1: I'm really forward and obviously going out to support Josh. Mainly, and you know, do haircuts, uppercut stuff. But I can't wait to watch a load of boxes I've not never really seen or heard of before. And yeah, that's well, what I'm really, and that's what I'm looking really forward to. It'd be great if we get some of over actually. And oh, yeah, yeah, I was your final, You know, afterwards, and um, maybe try and get something on the podcast because, as we've always said, long um, the whole time I've been doing this is um, we we're all for the small fires, and it'd be great to watch a load of small fires that I've not not heard of before fantastic i'm really looking forward to it and we're driving two hours to watch it
0: (laughs) yeah exactly but that's the Mm. thing it's like if if we wasn't going to the boxing this weekend i know me you and scott would be sat there watching this entire fight card that's what Mm. i'm saying i'm only really interested in you know two fights on the card not because i think the rest of it's shite it's just because we're going to watch some small hall boxing Mm. and um for the listeners that have never been to York Hall or been to a small hall show, they're buzzing. They're absolutely
1: buzzing. Yeah, they're brilliant. Um, yeah, no, I'm really. I've a I've been back since pandemic, so um, oh yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Can't wait. Right, sh- shall we do our predictions for
0: uh, for the Liverpool Folk Card? Okay, go. Right, hold on, because I want to, I want to do something we've never done on the podcast before, and uh, I am not, not promoting gambling in the slightest, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do uh, an accumulator and see see what they're saying. Fights are on there, so um, right, Rob, Luke, uh, Willis, Ryland, Charlton, who who are you gonna pick to win? Uh, I'm going to pick Luke Willis. Okay Shannon Courtney against Jamie Mitchell Shannon Courtney Kieran Conway uh, JJ Metcalf I'm
1: going to go Kieran Conway
0: Okay Um, Ted Cheeseman Troy Williamson
1: Ted Got to go Ted
0: Now the main event Smith Fowler Where are you going?
1: Oh God. Right, half Heart hearts. I think Liam Smith's gonna win. Okay. But for the podcast sake, I'll say Fowler, but no, I, I yeah, I think Smith's Okay, we'll
0: do it we'll yeah. do it on Liam Smith anyway. Now, shall we check the winner of Fury War the only... on there as well?
1: Yeah, the only one I may Ryan Charlton. Yeah, Ryan Charlton, no. good fighter. Ryan and Charlton's a good fighter. He's a good fighter, but I don't know.
0: Right, and then we'll put and Fury to win, obviously.
1: Yeah, I'm putting Fury
0: to win that. Right, So that is a six-fold accumulator, right? hmm Now, let's put a tenner on that. You would only win
1: £141.51. That's good off a tenner. Eh, it's not I'll too bad. Well, I'm, not, I'm not a better man. I don't understand odds. So No, I, I'm not advocating
0: gambling,
1: but I thought we'll
0: put our money where our mouth is, so I reckon we might put a fiver on this, uh, or maybe even put a ten on it between us. Yeah, we we'll do, uh, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, because I agree with, I agree with everything you've said so far. I think, um, Ryland Charlton is a great fighter. Um, to watch, I think he's, he's quite interesting. I I do rate him but i do think he's been brought in to lose again um not not in a harsh way but let's face it he's he's fighting someone who's 10 and 0
1: yeah i mean, I mean it's like, you know he he did get quite badly hurt in his last fight and you just you don't, you just don't know how that affects you, right Exactly. I, I okay. like Ryland Charlton. I, like it, I, just... I, I think he's so entertaining, really good. And I thought like, the last fight, bloody hell, he stepped up, didn't he? It was just yeah. a bit of a step too far for him, unfortunately. But um, no, I'd love to see him win it, if I'm being honest. But...
0: Yeah, I would as well. But you know what, the odds on him to win, so the Luke Willis, he's 11-8 to, to win, right? Um, I don't know what that means, apart from every eight. Every 11 pounds you put down, you'll get eight quid back. But Ryland Charlton's uh eight to 15 or 15 to eight, so every 15 quid you put down, you get eight quid back. So it's Mm. not there's not much in it at all with Mm. the bookies. Yeah, if I change it and put put a
1: tenner
0: on that, just changing that the return is £91. So he's actually the favourite in the fight. Hmm. Interesting. So right. We will see. Right, and I think that wraps us up, guys. Uh, I hope you found that last bit a bit interesting. You know, I'm not we're not advocating gambling here at all. But um, it's, I think it just it highlights how good and how bad a fight card is at times. Because a couple of weeks ago, I put a tenner on an eighteen hundred quid back, and I got every single fight right, apart from the last one, so I lost my entire accumulator. Got it. Yeah,
1: well, it was the. Um... That's why we don't advertise gambling, by the way. No, we don't. <laughs> it, it was the
0: um, the Warrington Lara fight.
1: Oh god, I must have it.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because that should have been that should have been technically a no contest. Because it it, no, it was a technical draw, technical which is yeah. that's never happened before.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I've still got very mixed feelings about that fight because um, I thought Warren and and very fucking happy after that. Of course he did. He looked like yeah. Wilder
0: in the first fight with Fury when he got a draw. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is.
1: It's what it is, and um, we will be coming live from. Nottingham on Saturday, wouldn't we? we yeah, have man. Pro- yeah, Pro- fo- don't follow- know if, us don't us. if we go out live. But, well, don't know if we'll go out live. That's up to you, Luke. But um, it'd be... Um, no, but, yeah. but followers on social media, hopefully
0: uh, Instagram and Facebook will all be back up and running by then. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> because, uh, you know, we'll be doing a little, uh, you know, live video. We'll be putting up loads of stuff on our story. And uh, for those of you that have never been to small hall Boxing, you get to see what it's really like. It is... It is brilliant. what it is. It's fantastic, it's,
1: yeah.
0: It's spit and sawdust, hardcore boxing fans, and people there to basically cheer on their son, their brother, their friend. It is an intimate atmosphere and it is fucking brilliant.
1: Yeah, it would be very good. Um, and we'll have a we'll have our friend Adam there who's he's come with us. So um Adam Smith, who's not Adam Smith from um <laughs> Matt Trimboss, no, Scott Sports. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Adam Smith, (laughs) the lead guitarist
0: of 19th Hour. (laughs) There you go.
1: That's a bit of advertising for him, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, a little plug for 19th Hour. They're sick band.
0: Right. I'll see you on Saturday, Robbie. Awesome.
1: Yeah, see you Saturday, mate. Bye. Bye.